Hey friend, and welcome back to the Live by Design podcast. I'm your host, Kate House, health coach, yoga instructor, meditation enthusiast, slow but steady runner, boy mama times two, wife to my college sweetheart, and unapologetic advocate for you living your dream life. This is our space to come together and explore powerful habits, mindset shifts, goals with soul, self-awareness, and lifelong learning, all while cultivating joy and practicing gratitude each step of the way. So pop in your earbuds, press play, and together, let's live by design and not default. Hey friend, and welcome back to the podcast. Little disclaimer for you as we get started today that this is not a traditional live by design podcast episode. Um, and this is actually like a very sad and kind of heavy episode, but I think it's one that's really important to share with you. But I do just want to warn you that if the subject of grief or loss, especially that of a loved one is difficult for you. Um, I see you friend, I hold space for you and this might not be the best episode for you at this time. Um, because I respect you and I always want to just give you a heads up before we dive into something a little weightier or just, yeah, heavier than usual. I truly wish that I were not recording this right now because I have something really sad and like heartbreaking to share with you from my personal life. But I want to preface this with It's incredibly important to me to show up here on the podcast and in the collective and and even over on Instagram. And I know this is like a hot word right now, but like truly very authentically. I'm going to show up for you in the good times and in the ridiculously hard times. Because if I'm going to be a podcaster and someone who hopefully teaches you and encourages you to live by design with a focus on joy and gratitude and healthy habits, I think it would be a true disservice to our community. And it would be very hypocritical of me not to also share with you when I am in a time of grief or in a really challenging season, which is absolutely the case right now. So uh, about a week ago, my baby brother passed away. I should say my little brother, because <laughs> he was 31 uh, and taller than me. So I don't know if I could even call him my little brother. Um, but he passed away after a three-week fight in the ICU battling double pneumonia. And, um, and he didn't win. And it's my hope that he is now at peace and he's no longer in pain or struggling and that we can carry his memory with us in our heart. And while this is all very fresh and we're only a week into this awful season, I'm starting to learn that joy and grief are two sides of the same coin. And I have a lot of thoughts about this. I've been doing so much thinking and I'm sure I'll share more about it with you. Um, But I, I think that Grief and loss, no matter how it shows up, whether it's the loss of a loved one, a loss of a relationship, a loss of a status, you know, whatever it might be, grief, it's a universal human experience. And if we're going to talk about living by design on this show and not by default, we can't just, we can't just focus on all the good. 
um, we have to talk about the hard times too. And ultimately, my brother was the inspiration for starting this podcast and is hugely influential in why I am the way that I am today. And I think it would be dishonorable to his memory not to share this journey with you. So first things first, my brother David was 20 months younger than me, and I don't have an early childhood memory that doesn't involve him. I remember our bedroom in my parents' townhouse when they were first married and started our family and the Disney characters that my mom put on the walls for us and our cribs on either side of the room. I remember going to the playground together and the first time Mama Bear Kate ever came out was when another kid tried to push my brother on the slide and I was having like none of it. And I pushed this kid down like the stairs, the side of the slide, which um, please don't tell on me, <laughs> but no one was going to push around my little brother. I remember riding in the stroller together. It was like a single stroller, but it went down flat in the back and we would sit in there together, like snug as a bug in a rug. I remember, gosh, I mean, I even remember like taking baths together when we were little babies and little kids and just enjoying like being in the water and playing in the bubbles together. And while David and I didn't have necessarily a traditional sibling relationship, he has been incredibly important in my life and incredibly influential in how I got to where I am today. So for anybody who wasn't lucky enough to know my brother, David, he was nonverbal for the most part born a type one diabetic on the autism spectrum. And he really is the inspiration for the LBD podcast. I grew up seeing my brother not be able to experience life in the same way most of us do. And that's not to say that he didn't live a fulfilled life, a joy filled life, a life full of love. Um, Cause he absolutely did, but he experienced it differently. They always needed to be cared for, and uh, provided for and looked after. And it was, it's just very different. And because of that, because of growing up in a home where David didn't have that opportunity, I mean, it's no surprise that I'm the live by design and not by default podcaster. I feel so strongly that it is such a blessing and such a gift that we get to have agency in our lives. And he didn't have that opportunity. And I think that's why I feel so passionately about it. It's why I want you to like take control of your life and to lean into the things that are good for you and the relationships that are good for you and the habits and and all the things that we talk about here on the show, because it's a gift. And David taught me that. I talked about this in the, the very first episode of the show. I mentioned my brother and even though um, the season is like ridiculously hard and every day is, is different than the one before. Um, and like my business coach, Amelia has shared with me that grief is like an ocean and some days it just swallows you up and other days you're able to float on the surface. And so I'm definitely in that season of just, just trying to make it through each day I still want to show up for you here on the podcast one because it honors David's memory because he has inspired me to show up here over and over again. And two, because I'm committed to leaning into the things in this season that are really helping 
And one of the things that is really helping me right now is having something to put my energy into because I have this excess energy. It's not nervous energy. I mean, sad energy. And I need somewhere to put it. And there are things that are helping, like going for ridiculously long walks has been crazy helpful. Talking to people, but working here on the podcast and in the collective and connecting with you all gives me a sense of purpose and a sense of passion that if I were to lose that in this season, I think it wouldn't be of service to David's memory. And it also just, it wouldn't be good for me. I love this commitment to being a lifelong learner. And I stay committed to that through preparing for episodes for the show, through doing all my research for our growth nights in the collective. And I love it. It's it's like life-giving for me. And like right now it is, it's like quite literally giving me something good to look forward to each day. And so I'm going to still be here. Um, not every episode will be nearly as heavy as this. I have a bunch of episodes coming for you that were pre-recorded. Um, so you'll hear those. And then going forward, um, I will still be here talking about joy and gratitude and health and manifesting and goals and, and everything in between. But I'll also be sharing uh, how I'm doing and how this journey is changing me, how I'm growing through it. One thing that I've been thinking a lot about is what I learned from my brother and how if I can hold on to those lessons that he taught me, that maybe there's still a little part of him here. There's still a little part of him with us today. So the things that I learned from my brother, the first and most important probably is to just enjoy the current moment, to not be like worried about the past or have anxiety about the future, but to like literally just be where your feet are. That is something he was so good at. Such a beautiful reminder to those of us with a penchant to to think about things, maybe too much, <laughs> to just be where your feet are. Um, he taught me the value of small joys. So he loved to visit the zoo. Um, he loved to just wade into the water of the Gulf of Mexico, near where my family lives in Florida, and just let the tide kind of slowly walk him down the shoreline. Like you would look up and you'd be like, where did David go? And he'd be like a hundred feet down the down the shore. You're like, how did he get there? You know, the tide's just slowly bringing him and he found so much joy in that. Um, and even, even joys like going to Disney World and taking photos with your favorite characters. He just had such a beautiful childlike innocence about him uh, that I think a lot of us could, could learn from. I learned from David the joy that can be found in eating a hot dog from Skyline Chili, his very favorite restaurant or even just eating an ice cream cone, which he was able to have as a treat from time to time. And above all, from David, I learned that we are all capable of love, no matter our abilities, and that love truly is a universal language and one that we should use and give to others freely. So in honor of David's memory, I wanted to record this episode for you to just share with you where I am right now. Um, I'm not okay but I'm on the way to getting there. I have hope that this season will eventually pass. I know that I will carry with me the love I have for my brother and I will carry with me the lessons that David taught me. And I will keep showing up here on the pod, in the collective, even on social media, 
because it honors his memory to do so. It honors what he's taught me, what I learned through living with him for the first half of my life, more than that even. It allows me to implement those lessons each and every day and to hopefully share them with you and to hopefully encourage you and educate and inspire you to take action truly to live by design and not by default. So in the immediate wake of David's passing, I was inundated in the very best way with the most love-filled DMs and texts and messages and phone calls um, with people offering their condolences and asking how they could help. And if you've ever lost somebody, you might understand the feeling of wanting to have, having the desire to tell people what they could do, something like tangible. Because practically speaking, my family, we were all together. We had food, we had shelter, um, we had each other. There really wasn't a need for things, but I, I needed something to, to offer to people to help. And so my sisters and I established a memorial fund in David's honor at the Naples Zoo, which is one of his all-time favorite places. And we are honoring his memory there by purchasing or donating, I should say, um, two benches in his honor. So there will be benches there at the zoo where we can go and sit and be with his memory and just share time and space with him in a place that is really positive and uplifting. Um, and then all the extra donations that we've received, we are earmarking for accessibility efforts at the zoo so that other people like my brother can continue to just love and enjoy the zoo as much as he did. So if this is something that speaks to you, um, there's no pressure whatsoever, but I've learned that people with big hearts want to do something. They want to help in this season. Um, and if you want to, to be part of that, I will drop a link below in the show notes in case you want to donate to the David Fryhoff Memorial Fund. Um, all you need to do when you make your online donation through the Naples Zoo website is just mark that it's in honor of David Fryhoff, which I will spell for you below in the show notes. Um, and then that way, we'll be aware of your donation and the support that you've shown him and our family. So friends, that's all I have for you today. If I sound like kind of put together, it's because I literally recorded this episode twice yesterday and I like could not get through it without like bawling. Um, and I don't want you to have to hear me that deep in my grief. Um, I want you to be able to hear the lessons that I learned from David to hear the reason why I do what I do, why it's so important to me. And I want you to hear the, the joy that I have, the gratitude that I have um, in thinking back about my brother's life and the time that he and I spent together, especially as small children. Um, I want you to hear the good. And I'm here deep in the heart. <laughs> I think I might be here for a little while, um, but I'm committed to feeling all of my feelings experiencing them, sitting with them, not just like shoving them down and, and trying to escape them. And I will be here to share uh, what that experience is like, but you can expect some of our regularly scheduled programming to resume after this. But uh, like I said, at the start of this episode, I just, it's on my heart to share with you the good and the hard and everything in between. <laughs> So let's end this with a reminder to love those you hold closest fiercely, to tell them of your love and your gratitude for them often and sincerely, 
and to honor the memory and the lessons that we've all learned from those that we've lost. Because I really do believe that if we keep that in our heart, a small part of them is still here with us. So with that friend, spread some joy, make someone smile.